It's six o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Traditional craftsmanship, timeless style. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the valley. A Bazetta woman escaped from a burning apartment this morning. The blaze started in a bedroom at the Ivy Hill Circle Apartments off Elm Road. Bazetta Fire Captain Michael Manella tells 27 First News that for them, it was fortunate the fire scene was near their new fire station. When we responded to this area here, I knew we kind of geared to get on right away. And uh, before I know it, we pulled in. It was really surprising to me how fast. I'm just not used to that. Um, we had to be about two, three minutes and we got here on the scene. The flames and smoke destroyed the woman's apartment. The unit next to hers was not damaged. There's no cause determined yet for the fire. Poland police have charged two people in connection with the robbery at a Burger King on Route 224. Police say 18-year-old Dominic DePaul and 20-year-old Angel Snyder were arraigned this morning. Employees say the robbers struck the store around midnight on Sunday while they were closing. A break-in and an assault, and the suspects are all teenagers. Tom Moore has details. Goshen Township Police have arrested three girls who police say walked away from a group home, tried to break into a nearby home in Green Township, and then assaulted a man and a woman who lived there. The man was taken to the hospital to be treated. The girls have been taken to the Mahoning County Juvenile Justice Center. They'll be in court on Tuesday. They had been living at the Sharon Lynn Home for Girls, which in the past had been the object of numerous complaints by neighbors. A new state law is now in effect that bans the use of plywood on many abandoned and vacant properties owned by banks. Such properties now have to be clearboarded with a strong plastic material. Backers say clearboarding helps keep out trespassers, squatters, and vandals, but it costs more than twice the cost of plywood. A lot of Lordstown-built cars are on the roads. General Motors says that in the month just ended, 18,000 Chevy Cruises were sold, double the 9,800 sold in March of last year. From the insurance experts, R. Kashmiri and Associates News Center, I'm Ken Robinson on Youngstown Warren's Only News Radio, 570 WKBN. Fox News Ready to Go. I'm Pam Puso. You can expect lots of debate and lots of drama leading up to the full Senate vote of Supreme Court nominee Neil Gorsuch. Fox's Melanie Wilkes live in Washington. Pam, Republicans say they will deploy the so-called nuclear option to move the Gorsuch nomination along with a simple majority instead of the 60 votes needed to break the filibuster that Democrats are threatening. It's a drastic change in tradition. Republican Lindsey Graham. I'm going to vote to change the rules because I'm not going to be part of a Senate where Democrats get their their judges and a Republican can never get theirs. Democrat Dick Durbin says the GOP strategy will damage the Senate. I just hope at the end of the day we can resurrect what this institution was all about and should still be all about. The full Senate is scheduled to begin debate on Gorsuch tomorrow. Pam? Thanks, Melanie. A second arrest in Chicago stemming from a sexual assault last month that was streamed live on Facebook. A 15-year-old boy has turned himself in. It appears a suicide bomber is being blamed for a deadly explosion on a subway train in the Russian city of St. Petersburg. That's according to Russian state media. A second device that did not detonate is being examined. Russian state media reports it contained more than two pounds of explosives and was rigged with shrapnel. Russia says it is tightening security around critical transport areas 
And today, authorities shut down all 62 of St. Petersburg's train stations. Fox's Leah Gabriel. Information that leads authorities to a suspected cop killer in Texas could be worth $35,000. That reward being offered hours after Harris County Deputy Constable Clint Greenwood was gunned down as he was arriving for work. Assistant Chief Deputy Greenwood was well known throughout the law enforcement community. Uh, he dedicated and devoted almost 30 years, uh, if not more, of his life uh, to this profession. Baytown Police Lieutenant Steve Doris, a motive unclear. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Here's a little ditty about that John Deere mower deck that mows faster, better. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. If you just mow fast, but your yard looks bad, then you got a lot of ugly grass. You need a John Deere to take care of your yard. You need a Z-Track Z345 home. It's not how fast you mow, my friends, it's how well you mow fast. The XL deck's got more capacity for yards like yours that get to grassity. Want to mow well in a higher gear? See a John Deere dealer, nothing runs like a deer. ADT presents what to consider when considering home security. An ADT sign is more than a sign. It's a line in the sand. On one side, your family. On the other, an uncertain world. For over 140 years, more people have chosen ADT to help prevent crime than anyone else. Get ADT starting at just $28.99 a month. Tested, trusted, proven ADT. With 36-month contract for licensing and terms and conditions, visit ADT.com. Our next update at 6.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. More happens. Listen to Joe Danier and the Youngstown Computer Show, Saturday afternoons at 1 on News Radio 570 WKBN. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by your authorized Bryant dealer. Need an AC checkup? Call Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard. Rain showers likely this evening and overnight. Small chance for isolated thunder and some heavy rain possible. Lows in the mid-50s. Rain showers tapering off tomorrow, still the risk of isolated thunder early, becoming breezy, highs in the upper 50s. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Now, 64 degrees. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. I knew it was. News Radio 570 WKBN. Time now to talk with John Arnold's uh, Truth and Investing Show. News Radio 570 WKBN. Till we go to our tribe game tonight around 640 or so. All right, John, let's uh, talk. Uh, what's the latest vibes you're getting as far as investing is concerned? Uh, bearish, bullish? What's going on? Man, <clears throat> right in between. Um that you know, the, I don't know. The Dow was down almost a buck fifty today, and it finished up only minus thirteen. So that that's actually a very good sign. That means that the bulls are trying to charge through. It's been uh, obviously for the past three weeks a little bit bearish. Has had a slide, and uh, like we talked about, and, and we knew it was coming. Um, and and the bulls are trying to push through. I think you're going to have a better than expected earnings report. If you need me to elaborate on that a little bit later, I will. 
But uh, overall, the market's very sideways and very, very sketchy. There's a lot of, uh, obviously, a lot of pessimism with, you know, can Trump pull pull over an an economic stimulus plan to to get us to the top where he says, I believe he can, obviously, uh, but he got to let the people, you got to let them govern. And it it seems like every time he's turning around, there's something in his face about whether it's Russia or something else. And Man, I wish the guy could just get down to doing what he's supposed to do and get working for us, but uh, that's another conversation. But And then the automakers today, the automakers came out and had a less than expected uh, results, and Tesla moved ahead of four today in market capitalization, which is... They should tell you there's a paradigm shift in the in the automotive automotive industry. Uh, I find that to be shocking, John. To be blunt, isn't with that you. amazing? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Well, I, 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 I'll, 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 right, elaborate a little more on that because that, that that I think is the big news. I agree too. So, if you put a pie, uh, if you drew a pie on a board and you sliced up the piece of the pie, who belongs to what? You sliced out Dodge, and then you sliced out GM, and then you sliced out Ford, Toyota, Nissan. Well, in comes Tesla. They actually overcome the percentage of the pie that Ford used to have, which is amazing. So that's the best way I can illustrate that on the, over the radio uh, as far as market cap goes. And so basically, there's more people buying Teslas per quarter than there are Fords, uh, dollar, basically unit per unit. And uh, that is scary and sad at the same time. Uh, but it's, it's a big paradigm shift in, in the automotive industry, which tells you Ford, GM, and the other major automotive makers, and keep in mind, my whole family is employed by their pension or their paychecks, on my dad's side anyway. So I hope this is the case. They need to get on the, the, the Elon Musk bandwagon and produce some cars that can compete with his because the guy's brilliant. And, and, uh, and, and he knows what he's doing. He's going to keep perfecting his trade. He's going to perfect his product, and they're going to be. He's going to be hard to compete with once he gets his uh, economies of scale up to speed to where the average Joe can afford his car. He's going to be hard to beat. And if you're a consumer that wants to get into an aggressive stock that could potentially be your next Amazon, Tesla might be your winner. I'm not saying it is. You might want to put your your eyes on Tesla. Today was a big breakthrough. Yeah, and I think uh, to to a lot of people's uh, surprise. Now, the good the good news is, John, uh, we're talking with John Arnold, is that I saw where the uh, consumer confidence is uh, is really in a positive direction as a, as a result of Trump. Do you think that is what's having a bearing on the market? I do, and like I said, this has been a very. I think all financial advisors and money managers would agree. This past past month, month and a half has been extremely tough for us to manage because we know that the market should decline a certain amount of percentage to keep within the normal efficiency range between 8 and 10% returns. You know, if you're trying to compare uh, above above beta and, and slightly at alpha, meaning above S&P 500 levels. So what I, I guess what I'm saying to you in normal terms is it, we know that people are going out and buying goods and services like crazy because all you have to do is go to the latest outdoor mall or indoor mall and or Friday night at this this you know busy restaurant that busy restaurant, people are out shopping, people are out buying, and consumer confidence is high, regardless of what the other political side says. And the 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 the, the thing that we as money managers come back and say, well, no matter how great it might be on the outside looking in, we know that this market's going to ju- adjust, and when it adjusts, we got to be the ones to answer to our clients on 
why do you need to prepare for this adjustment? So we, we did prepare for the adjustment, if you remember, and um, it, ha- it hasn't been good or bad. I, I, I can't say I lost or gained more money by the adjustment for our clients. There was an active move, which I think they appreciate. But so far, there's been really no major gain or no major loss by doing that adjustment, which makes for a, a very boring conversation with the clients because clients are always looking for that new, greatest, newest, cool investment or that idea and strategy. Right now, I'm, I'm reluctant to give one because this thing needs to cool down a little bit more before we jump in head first. So what I've been doing is I've been playing the indexes uh, on the ETF side uh, so that way we still get some growth and we still get some capital made. Uh, but at the same time, we're not really betting that one, you know, that horse that that never wins uh, but might end up making you the 10-for-1 uh, bet at the track. So bottom line is is it's a, it's a very scary time to go into the market right now head first. But I believe if you're a long-term investor, you can weather the storm. There's some money to be made. But you've got to be either a really good stock picker or you've got to be chancing the indexes right now because if you try to go sector-wise uh, or you try to, um, I don't know what the right word is, you pigeonhole yourself into like three or four really hardcore ETFs that could go sour on you, you could blow up your year. So uh, I hate to be all over the place and, and answer you vaguely, and I hope I didn't do that. But well, my, my uh, ultimate answer is is be very careful. Yeah, and is is your answer that way, let, let me ask you, is, is your answer that way, consumer confidence is good, but there's but Obamacare didn't go, you know, that repeal didn't go through. Who knows what's going to happen with the tax cuts? Is it because of those dynamics, John? Why you're a little hesitant or or what? No, not at all. I'm. I, you know what sucks is I I try so hard not to be political on the show, but I am such a diehard uh, American capitalism pro American worker guy, and I believe that Trump's going to get the job done. I never doubt that guy. Just he's had a history of getting the job done. It might come slower than you wanted to, but he's going to get the job done. Then, what, then why that is not my forecast? Okay, but, then you know, why the hesitation then? The hesitation is because of strictly numbers. You can look until I mean, look till nineteen twenty nine, and you look at the average of the stock market every ten years. It has always balanced itself out eight to ten percent every ten year period. Right now, if we continue on the same track as we've been, we're looking at it about an eighteen to twenty one percent. S&P 500 gain from now to the S. Well, from the beginning of January to December 31st, 2017, uh, January 1, 2018. If things continue, you're looking at almost a 20 to 22 percent gain in the S&P 500. As cool as that might sound to you listeners, that is not healthy. That spells stock market bubble. That's uh, that spells doom for me. Okay, so hang on, just hang so, on. You're saying that's what you see now, right? Yeah, we're right now, you know, with consumer confidence, and things are just going really, really good out there in the economy, right? So really, and a lot has to do, and i got to give fair credit, a lot has to do with the former president and his administration. If he didn't go into a single, you know, their, their inertia was going where I think he went wrong, and I think that this is what Trump's trying to correct for you listeners out there. $15 an hour jobs are not living jobs, you and, and, and that's more of a European style of economy, and I don't think that our America is built for that. So when I when I when I hear Trump talk, I hear about making America great, meaning that okay, you let Europe and those other people have their fifteen hour jobs. We want 
30 and 35 dollar an hour jobs with benefits to really give our Americans a full, you know, blown, blown American lifestyle, uh, which I'm accustomed to, and you are too, and that's where we used to be. So when I when I hear him talk, that's where I see the vision of America going. What he really means, and sometimes I think he has a, he, he has a communication problem. With what he's trying to say, and I think we all, can all agree on the communication issues. But at the end of the day, that's what I see when in relevance to the economic conditions. So I believe that if this thing, if he can get this motor running, to answer your question directly now, if he can get this thing really running, he can push through some tax reform because he had to bite it. He got bit on the ass on the the health care reform, and, and I think he's still going to get that done. Keep in mind, we're 90 days in the, the hunting season, if you know what I mean. So he'll get it done. I don't know how he's going to get done, but he'll get it done. But tax reform, I think, is going to happen. Uh, I think, if my numbers are correct, we pay the highest corporate tax in the entire world. And so we're not attractive to, you know, we're not, you know, we're not attractive to big businesses moving here. We're, we're attracted to Ireland for business moving out to Ireland and other corp, corporate tax rates that are far less. So what, I, what my skepticism is, is this is completely backwards to what I was just talking about. My skepticism is strictly on the efficiency of the market. I don't believe the market's a perfect, efficient market. I don't. I never will. But I do believe there is some efficiency with it, far being from perfect. If you have a market that is de- is destined right now, if it continues to go and finish up at twenty percent, there's going to be a correction. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. And if I can keep our clients from taking, you know, a ten, twelve percent correction hit and playing it playing it decent to where we can maybe end up at a twelve percent gain at the end of the year, I mean, I think they give me say a kudos, and they would be happy that that keeps them as a client, and we're all happy. Uh, but if you if you let this market just spin, 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 and and get out of control, and uh, it blows up on you, then you, you know what you said. The only thing you got at the end of the day is saying your your statements were up. Well, look at these statements in 2016. Well, that's great. What do you have now? Well, I lost my ass. So, yeah, it, it's just a matter of we're we're in we're in unseen territory. I guess is the best sentence I can give you. We're in very unseen territory right now. Uh, all the cylinders are clicking on the economy. We got the right kind of president in there. He had interest rates still at all-time lows, which is crazy. Uh, and and you got a lot of places economically that are booming in this country. Just take a trip to South Carolina or Tennessee uh, or, or, or Dallas, Texas. You can't get a house in Dallas, Texas. They're in Dallas, Texas right now. They're at where we were at. Excuse me, where Florida was at, to where you had to go into a bidding system for a house. So, so a house might list for say five hundred thousand. It might end up selling to a cash buyer at six hundred fifty thousand, just because the the bidding war drove it up so high. Even meaning that it might be twenty buyers deep. That's where Dallas is at. So, what I, what I try to tell people: the big picture here is we are cranking on all cylinders, but all good things come to an end. And I've been I've been through this already. 2001, 2002 was a nightmare. 2008, 2009 was personally a nightmare for me and the rest of the country. Uh, and, and every bull market, except for, for this one and another one, has always come to an end in seven years. So the odds are not on your side of this thing continuing. Something drastic could come out. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it could be an inflation boom. 
could be, like I told you, a pension blow up, which I think a pension fund, that's going to be, the, 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 that's gonna be I think, the next trickle down. That's going to be the next big blow up on the market. That's an opinion. That's not a fact. So I'm very cautious, but I also will tell you on the other side of my mouth that I think you can make some money in this market. You just can't go into it head first. Well, you know, as I sit here listening, on one hand, you're extremely optimistic. I mean, that story about Dallas certainly shows, uh, you know, a strong economy when you're getting into something along those lines. But Okay, so in my own head, I'm saying... Basically, you're saying the market keeps going up and up and up and up. It's almost like a bubble. It's got to burst at, at some point, uh, despite low interest rates, despite the bidding war in Dallas and that. Is that accurate? Yeah, it is, because you had that same, you had that same condition uh, in the Clinton years. So the, the, the 98, let's say 2000, were three ridiculously strong years in the stock market. I think it was the best three-year run of the market in the, in the middle of 2000 hits and things get the you know obviously things go sour it's starting to come out that these these uh i don't know what you want to get these what, what are the, what's the the common word that they use for the, the tech blow up let's just call it tech blow up okay the, the the big internet blow up where you had stocks that are trading you know for a million times multiple mm-hmm. that weren't worth what they were on paper uh, like global crossings of the world so 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 wait so despite consumer confidence, despite uh, you know uh, maybe optimism or whatever. Listen, we had all we've had all those things. It's still it's still going to adjust, correct? Right. Okay, exactly. and then the question would be, are are you concerned about that? And it's a guess sooner than later. No, believe it or not, I won't. It, it, I'm going to give you a guess, but I'm going to put a line in the same. I think it's going to be later. I do. I think that you're going to see. Uh, maybe two or three more years of of really nice growth, but I do believe, in case that I'm wrong, in case you're an investor, that you're wrong. Like I tell you, the odds are not. This history is not on your side. All you have to look at is the past ninety years in the stock market. Right, but why two yeah. to three years? Why not uh, a year or six? Well, it could be. I guess that's a guess. Honestly, because I don't, I don't see a catalyst, Ron. I don't until they start increasing interest rates heavily. Every quarter, uh, until we get into a war that we don't belong into, uh, until we get a major ISIS attack on this land, uh, until the pension fund, you know, b- blows up. Or, uh, or, 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 or could you also say if Trump isn't able to succeed on health care yeah. or on his I, I, or on nah. his budget and that kind of stuff? Maybe you know, I'm I'm just saying, what if he's unable to get some of this stuff done? Would that be a factor? I would think it would be. On the health care issue, no, I don't. On the tax reform, yeah, I do, because economically that would hurt that would hurt us. Um, because we would still be status quo. The the tax reform thing is not what you think if for the average or for the average consumer, they don't understand how great that tax reform would be. How attractive we would be now as a, as America to, to, to attract businesses back that left to maybe even attract businesses that are in high tax or high, high tech corporate tax uh, uh, countries that we weren't even able, able to even look at before. So if he can get that tax reform done, that's a beautiful thing. I'm not so interested in the healthcare thing. Um, not to mention that it was a disappointment overall to me anyway. I thought it was poorly, poorly done and I thought it was rushed and that could have been a strategy on their part. I, I don't know, but 
Uh, I'm, a, I'm a guy who calls a spade a spade, and I thought it was poorly done. But on the tax reform thing, if they get this thing right, my God, it, it could sign, seal, and deliver the United States economy for a long time. However, to answer your question, if it if it doesn't go through as planned or not as easy or there's a lot of fight and a lot of give and take, and it's not what we thought it was going to be, then, man, it, it, it could start something of a bear market. It could. Because they're just going to say, well, this is status quo. This is the same old, same old. Now we got a polarizing manic kind of president that we were willing to trade off in exchange for him getting some stuff done. And if he can't get the stuff done, then really he should, he should go back to TV. So I'm a kind of, I'm a very bottom line guy. He either can get it done or he can't. I think a lot of people that voted him in are like that. That's what he voted him in for. He can get it done. Beautiful. He did what we thought he was going to do. If he can't, well, you know, back to, back to, uh, to the apprentice, I say. Yeah, boy, aren't you a kind guy? <laughs> I just, Hey, if you, I mean, you got to be fair on both sides. Right. Call a fight a fight. Yeah. So, so, so how are see. you, uh, uh, you know, as I say every week when we get done doing these broadcasts with you, John, you know, this, everything's fluid in this. You know, what, what, what we say this week could be different next week or whatever. It's Everything's fluid. So how are you uh, planning this with your own investors? Like I said, I've been using index funds. I mean, we, we put some high-end, high uh, high-aggressive equities into the portfolio for our very aggressive clients, but... They've been pretty boring, to be honest with you. You've been using index funds. When I say index funds, I mean ETFs. You know, keep the costs extremely low internally. Spread out the risk. Ride this uncertainty out to where we could still make some money, maybe, but not lose our shirt if I'm wrong. Here's what I can't do. I can't just let the clients pay me a fee and we sit in the cash and, and play chicken level. Can't do that. No one in their right mind is going to pay an advisor one to one half percent a year to sit in cash and, and agree that the, the, the board's world's falling apart. So we have to make strategic moves. So the strategic moves are index funds, slice them up, mid cap, small cap, large cap, throw in some sector funds in there, and maybe a, a couple solid equities, make a, a dividend foundation with some equities, and and and, and be prepared for some changes. When this thing does turn fully bullish, or if tax return, if tax reform doesn't pass, you know, prepare for a bear market and, and look look to maybe safer stuff. That, that, and that's my play right now. And and if you're doing anything other than that, man, I think you're going to Las Vegas is what I think. I think you're really really aggressive, and I think you're very courageous. Wow. Okay. I mean, you know, so this makes this makes for tough uh, investing times because you just really don't does. know. I mean, really, you just don't know. Oh uh, man, it, it's well, no. Uh, well, I don't want you. I want you to talk about the earnings report. You were going to elaborate a little bit on that. I, I want to hear what you have to say there. Well, at the beginning of every quarter, the market is very. You'll notice at the beginning of January or at the beginning of October. The market is always really jittery, right? It usually is very sideways. It's either a, a little bit up or a little bit down because there's a lot of people base their future potential either reinvesting their dividends or future purchases or where they're going to reallocate their money, et cetera, based on earnings, okay? So if a company is expecting uh, 1% earnings per share, excuse me, let me let me backtrace that. They're expecting 3, per, 3 cents earnings per share, and it comes out at 1.2%. Or 1.2 cents a share earnings per share. That's a that's a big, you know, that's a big drop off. That's a big 
disappointment to the client. And if they say, well, our outlook is or our guidance is even going to be more disappointing, then hell, I mean, you know, they, they want to either dump the stock or have a strategy, the dollar cost average up on the time, the time is right. At the end of the day, it's going to bring the market down. It's going to bring bad news, brings the particular sector down, probably the stock market and definitely that equity. So right now, over the next three, four weeks, maybe even five weeks, your quarterly reports are going to be coming out from your, your equities, which are inside your mutual funds, which are inside your 401ks and pension funds, and the same with the ETFs. And it, it always brings it brings uneasiness with me. It brings uneasiness with Carl Icahn. It brings the uneasiness with pension managers because we are hinged, we're, our, our investments are hinging on something that is unex, you know that we are hoping that we guessed it right, and that that's a fact. Everybody, people get alarmed when they say, "Yeah, we're guessing that these guys are going to do a good job." That's the damn truth. You could you could ask the most brilliant investor in the world. Or, or Warren Buffett or whoever, and they say, well, at the end of the day, we're guessing these guys, you know, got their ass kicked or we kicked some ass. That's that, that's what it comes down to. And um, and that's where we lie right now. So when you talk about, when I talk about earnings reports coming out over the next uh, uh, three to five weeks, if they're poor, uh, that's going to create a bear market short, short-term, I believe. But more importantly, that's what the uneasiness is right now. You're seeing the stock market with the wavering back and forth. All right, stand by. John Arnold's our guest on News Radio 570 WKVN. We'll come back and talk more with John. We just got a little bit uh, to go here, so we'll pause and then we'll come back. Indians got uh, the uh, pregame show coming up, and then uh, first pitch a little after seven here tonight. The Tri Place here, News Radio 570 WKVN. We'll come back and talk more with John in just a bit. So keep it here, News Radio 570 WKVN. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 6.30. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. Stocks took the long way around to finish very near where they started, if a little lower. The Dow fell 13 points. The Nasdaq lost a quarter percent. Down 17, the S&P fell four, about a tenth of a percent. Strategists say investors got careful before the start of earnings season because some are worried stocks might be overvalued. But John Manley of the Wells Fargo Funds Group isn't one of them. It's gone very far, very fast. But overall, I don't see the excesses in place that would bring it down an awful lot. March car sales deflated investors' hopes, though. They came in worse than predicted, even with sales incentives, so an auto trader analyst says we could expect to see more production cuts soon. Shares of Panera Bread rose nearly 8%. The yeast there for the fast casual bakery and sandwich chain. News the company might put itself up for sale because of nibbles it's received. Bloomberg reports potential suitors could include Starbucks and Domino's Pizza. I'm Joan Doniger, Bloomberg Radio. Fox News Radio. I'm Lisa Lissera. The vote's set for Friday in the full Senate as the Judiciary Committee moves the nomination of Judge Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court forward. It just shows that there are there is so much pressure on them from the radical left that they really can't take the radical left on and vote out and vote for somewhat of the quality of Neil Gorsuch. My gosh. Utah Senator Orrin Hatch. Democrats have enough votes to filibuster the nomination, but Republicans warn they will use the nuclear option, breaking longstanding practice by ending debate with a simple majority. The National Hockey League opting out of the 2018 Olympics. The league issuing a statement saying, quote, 
The overwhelming majority of our clubs are adamantly opposed to disrupting the 2017-18 NHL season for purposes of accommodating Olympic participation by some NHL players. Fox's Matt Napolitano, Fox News. We report, you decide. update at 7. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. The Storm Team 27 forecast is brought to you by Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard. AC on the fritz? Call Mazza, your authorized Bryant dealer. Rain showers likely this evening and overnight. Small chance for isolated thunder and some heavy rain possible. Lows in the mid-50s. Rain showers tapering off tomorrow. Still the risk of isolated thunder early, becoming breezy. Highs in the upper 50s. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. Now back to the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. And uh, starring John Arnold, News Radio 570 WKBN 634 here. You know, I'll be curious to see what effect things have, you know, with this judge nomination to the Supreme Court, John, and they're saying, well, the Democrats are all against it. They're going to have to go nuclear to get this done. And it, and uh, it, I want to see if if it's just going to be a party of no and opposition the entire time that prevents Trump from getting a lot of stuff done. Of course, you yeah, know. Yeah, it seems that way. It, it sucks. Yeah, and it seems like he's got enough... Uh, you know, support to get things done anyway, but it's, uh, but it's, I, I, I just want to know, you don't think that that I have a big effect on the market? I, I don't want one. They're going to do what they got to do to get that judge in their period. So that, that, that case is closed. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you can put the Virgin Mary up against that and they're, they're, the Democrats are going to vote. No, it's just the way it goes. So, but they're going to take the nuclear option and he'll be in. Um, but I sit back but, as an American and I say the guy's pretty sharp and he say, and he seems like he it would be a good fit as an American. Is he a smart guy? Could he be a good judge? And I think the answer to that is yes. Yet politics centers in everything. Yes, they do, and uh, it frustrates me as a as an investor, as an advisor, and as an American. And uh, I think that's where that's what you'll find a lot of people on both sides believe that. Man, let's just get back to being America, but. Neither nor there, because we're in all time for the tribe. But at, at the end of the day, I, Ron, I don't believe that those overall are going to be big, significant threats to the stock market. To answer you, to answer you directly, I think that they're going to be short-term threats. But overall, I think the bull market's going to push through. I, I believe your big catalysts are going to come from some very serious stuff that no one's talking about, which are municipalities not making their tax revenue and uh, pension funds blowing up. I think we have to roll. All right. Yeah, we do. If you want to get a hold of John Arnold's Truth Investing Show, John, where are you located? What's your phone number? Uh, you can give us a call at 330-965-9890. We're located right past Tippecanoe Road, Star Center Boulevard. Free consultations. Give us a call. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thank you. He's here Monday at 6. Tribe next. 
Coming up on Indians Warm-Up, Tom Hamilton checks in with Tribe Manager Terry Francona on opening night 2017. Are you excited, though? Always. I wouldn't trade for the world. And we'll visit with the opening night starter, Corey Kluber. Swing and a miss! Coming up on Indians Warm-Up. It's time for Cleveland Indians Baseball on the Indians Radio Network. The Indians Warm-Up Show is brought to you by Cleveland Clinic. Access the number one care in Ohio anytime, anywhere. By Subway, the official training restaurant of the Cleveland Indians. By KeyBank, the banking home of the Cleveland Indians. Try Warm-Up, brought to you in part by Bob and Chuck Eddy, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat. And by Baird Brothers.